One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour behavior. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. Hello and welcome to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I'm your host, Francesca, with the most annoying sister. No, she's not that annoying. We just did it on Instagram Live. If you caught it, I feel sorry for you because people kept calling me during it and we kept getting cut off. What a time to be alive. Anyway, she's here as a guest on my podcast today. Her name is Anushka. She is the creator of the Clean Candle Company who makes our manifestation candles and she constantly smells like amazing um wax (laughs) um but yeah she is here today as the closest person to me who has known me throughout my entire life to talk about does she think from an outsider's point of view because it's all too easy to look too close to be too close to see what the fuck's going on has the law of attraction truly changed my life and also What she has gained from this podcast, because she is my number one listener, she does listen every Friday as soon as it's out, 6am, 
Top fan. Top fan. Sometimes midnight. It's been known. Sometimes midnight. Doesn't come out to 1am, so I don't know how she does that. So we're going to find out how this podcast has changed her life, applying the law of attraction, and how she thinks the law of attraction has changed my life. Okay, so, um, well, I remember when you very, very first told me about The Secret. Um, When you first told me about The Secret, it was you and your friend Grace in London, and you were just like, there's this thing that we've found, you need, it's all about positivity, but you were mainly just like driving along, there's going to be a parking space for us. And I'm like, no, 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 there won't be. This is like just having that negative outlook already from the offset. No, we're not going to get parked. And you and Grace being like, but why? There's always someone leaving. Why do you not believe that we're not going to be the ones to drive along? And that was how you sort of, in the early days, were looking at it that way. Would, would you think that's right? Yeah, I think that is really like the secret is you would find a parking space. That's how you'd kind of prove it to yourself is you would manifest parking spaces. And I remember my friend Grace saying to you, like, I bet you could just get a pound now. You could manifest a pound. Yeah, no. So I remember her saying that. She said, so like, do you believe when we're going out, we were going out in London that night, the three of us, do you think you could make a hundred pounds tonight? I'm like, what? I'm going, I'm going to spend a hundred. I'm not my, no. She's like, but you, you've not even opened up any possibilities. Like, you've not, like, if you were to ask me for £10, I'd give you £10. I was like, okay, maybe I'm just looking at things the wrong way from a negative, every door's closed to me outlook. Because I think that's the way our parents are a little bit, isn't it? We were saying before. Yeah, I feel like, especially if you've had parents that are born during the war or lived through the war. Her parents, parents were not born in the war. No, she was born after the war, but like her parents lived through the war. So she's a product of like, you have to stay in a job because it's safe and you can't waste anything and you you need to be scared at all times and you're going to be poor and bad things are going to happen. Um, so yeah, it took a little bit of time to kind of, but I just remember reading The Secret and it was Grace who introduced me to it. And I just remember thinking, this is going to change my fucking life. Like this is, I don't know why, but it resonated with me straight away. And I do remember going to Basildon shopping and saying to you, we're going to find a space. Like in this place on a Saturday, you never found a space. And I was like, yes, we will. And of course we did. Um, So how do you think over the years then from hearing me bang on about it for probably 15 years now, how do you think... Obviously, when I first discovered that, I was working at MetDist, hating my life, literally napping under my desk. Um, just, yeah, fucking, oh, God, I hated I that job so much. I literally would ring you at work and they would say, oh, hang on a minute. Um, she's just asleep under the table in the boardroom. I'll just get I'm like, no, 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 don't, well, don't disturb her. You leave her be. That was her work. Yeah. But, you were, but you were working because you had to pay a mortgage and that was instilled in us like you've got to you've got to have that dependable income don't take the risks but you I feel like you did take risks like you started the business the pooch pooch dog fashion you wrote a book you completely wrote a book you found a publisher yeah but you I went believe out. in the law of attraction then that's what I'm saying that's Since, one of the first things I've yeah, I feel like you did those things but I think the biggest shift with you has been since you've done the podcast I feel like it's just taking it to a different level for you elevated me yes uh, yeah 100 percent. and more so since doing um the book club i mean i am signing up for the book club tonight no you have you've done it i've signed up but i can't access it can i yet i don't know how to do it but uh, <laughs> when i'm signed up i do feel that 
So Fran will tell me little bits and bobs from the books as she's doing them. And I do think that one of the main things you've said, you're a manic attractor, mm. right? And a manic manifesto. Mani- manic manifesto, sorry. So definitely, I still remember where I was. Well, I'll tell you, I was in McDonald's car park. And Fran rang me. She's like, you're never going to believe it. The man that I've had the picture of, the one that was on the dating app, the one that I re- that was going to be my future husband, I'm meeting him tonight. And I was like, what? What he looks like him. Oh, no, no, it is him. And that was, that is, that's probably your best one yet. But I don't even know, that was the one because it it didn't work out for you though. It wasn't what the universe wanted. You were just. I disagree. I think people are for a reason or a season. And I often think he caused me to grow. I, so Mm. these books that we're doing now, what we're doing this month, Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life, which is like very spiritual and, I find this hard to wrap my head around, but what she says is that you are reincarnated many times and you attract the parents that you... So you know some people are like, I was horribly abused as a child. I could never have brought that into my own life. How did I deserve that? What Louise Hay says, and I'm not saying that this is right, I don't feel like I'm qualified to say, I don't fucking know. But she says that when you come to earth, your spirit is basically living over and over again and becoming more and more elevated until you, I guess you get to the fucking top. I don't know. And she says that you will come and choose your parents because your parents have something to teach you. So if you have a parent that is neglectful or you have a parent that is whatever, that's because that's something that your soul needed. It's a lesson your soul needed to learn in this lifetime. And so I feel like my parents have taught me great lessons in my life, either on purpose or just through their very existence. But in addition to that, I often do think of my ex-husband as my third parent in a weird way. And I know that's weird because I did spend a long time fucking hating him and it was not good for my soul. And that is just sick. Yeah, that and I got sick. sick. I got really ill and I got, developed an autoimmune disease. When we both got divorced, we both developed quite bad illnesses. Um, but I do consider him like this third parent. He was the person that said to me like, sorry, you're going to a job that you hate every day. You have migraines constantly. You're always off sick. You're never there. You're literally making yourself ill. And I wasn't faking those migraines. Well, sometimes, but sometimes they were hangovers. But like, he was like, you're literally making yourself ill to be in a job to pay mortgage that he he was just like, what? But it was so alien from what my family had taught me that truly if I hadn't met my husband, if you said, right, Fran, you can go back in time and you could either meet a guy that is going to make you so happy, you'll be in love, you'll have three children, you'll never get divorced. But my life would have probably carried on the same trajectory. We would have both been in nine to five jobs, paid off our 35 year mortgage, taken a holiday once or twice a year. Or you can meet this man that will break your heart, will stretch you to the point of virtual insanity I mean I was on quite extreme antidepressants when I was with him like but he's gonna stretch you like he's gonna make you question everything in your life why you go to work what you're doing for work to follow your passion he was the one that was like you should do a um a master's in documentary filmmaking because that is my absolute passion like it was the wrong time I was pregnant with our first child it wasn't really like the time but he literally I do owe a lot of the things and the ways that I think about things now to him I really do and so I don't regret that marriage whatsoever and who is to say that a successful marriage 
is someone that you're married to for 50 years or like our mum and dad were married for 30 years and they always say 30 years was a success. I say a success is someone comes into your life, you both teach each other something, you improve each other's lives and then you're like, bah, um, I don't regret it at all. No, I think that I just meant it more in like a, you had the vision of him. So you were attracted to him. He's tall, all, all the rest of it. You liked him and you actually got him, but he was gay. So on that level, it's like, oh, that was wrong. But I definitely, yeah, I'm with you on that. And I do feel like a lot of people say you have to be really low to then build yourself up. And I feel like, yeah, people that are mediocre, happy, or they've been to like university for years and years to become something, they get there and they go, oh, but then they're in too deep. They've got their mortgage. They've got everything. And yeah, you were in a position that, and he did, yeah, he opened doors. He made you look at things differently. So yeah. He made me travel the world. Mm. Like he was the one that when I met my best friend, John and Kay, I was like, oh God, I'd love to go away with them. And it's the sort of thing I'd never have done. Throughout my whole twenties, my friends from school would always threaten to go traveling and we never fucking did. Like we never did it. And I was like, oh, I don't know whether I'm going to do it. And he was the one that was like, right, we'll go around to his apartment now. Um, Because he's my husband, my ex-husband's very good at organising. And he's like, we will figure it out. Like, we'll figure out the tickets and we'll work it out. And he basically made our trip happen. I went travelling with them for six weeks. And I only did that like a fucking 18-year-old backpacker on like my <laughs> 33rd birthday. No, I was 30, I think. Um because of him and he did he did enrich my life in many many ways i do i do think if you'd come around to my house and said so i met these guys last week while i was high and they seem really fun and i'm gonna go on a holiday with them i'd have gone yo you'll get murdered don't do it like i so you yeah. and mum and nan would have said oh, no no we're scared no. of our own shadows scared we would of have our said own shadows. 100% so yeah i get that i do get when you say how he's made you grow, I appreciate that. And, and I my think own family would never have pushed me to do those things. They never taught me those things, which is fine because they are doing the best with what knowledge they have. But I'm very, very thankful to have him. Anyway, this is not a Casey Appreciation yeah, no, podcast. No, no, because where I was going, where I was going with that is about you manically manifesting, manifesting. manically manifesting him um which okay you're saying did work out but what I was going to say is that you taught me I thought that was the thing you put it on your vision board you know what you want you know best for you and you go for it but then you flipped on your head with what was it super attractor yeah so I've always believed that because Jack Canfield always says in his books he has this story of when He bought like this multi-million pound house. It was his dream home and he was unpacking all of his boxes and inside one of the boxes was an old vision board from like 10 years before and on the vision board was the very house that he had just bought that he was literally sitting in. And it's the same for me. I think it's lovely to have these super specific manifestations in order to reinforce your faith and to be like wow like when that happened with my ex-husband it was like not only did I just go on a date with him like I did literally end up marrying him and it's not that easy to get someone to marry you do you know what I mean so it's for me especially when they're gay well yes (laughs) I mean he does call me a witch like it is is weird how that (laughs) happened um but anyway so yeah, we, like that just reinforced my faith and it strengthened my faith. And I think it's great to have really specific manifestations and I love hearing those stories. But also, yeah, from Super Attractor, I've really learned that I am a manic manifester and I'm a controlling manifester and that actually what I've been practicing in the last couple of months is just letting go co-creating with the universe or with a higher power and surrendering your desire and saying this or something better um and it's very 
it's actually for indecisive people like us. It's very freeing and very liberating because it's like you're kind of a little bit like you just do what you got to do. Like, I'll just kind of trust you a little bit. There's a fine balance. Yeah, I definitely I've started to practice that a little bit. I've not like I said, I haven't done all the Patreon yet, but the bits that you've told me, I do the takeaways, the sort of the top tips, if you will. Um, that one, I like that one because I feel like I'm the same as you. I'm like, I know what I want. Well, I'm indecisive. But if I think I know what I want, I'm just can't, I can't, I'm blinded. I've got my blinkers on and I just go for that. And it's not always the best thing. And I do now like this, this or something better. And sometimes you try and force something and it's not, it's not meant to be. But anyway, so... What were we talking about? So how it has changed my life, how it's changed your life. I mean, I have to say, sometimes I think, um, sometimes I think, what do I sometimes think? I don't, no one knows. Nobody knows. Well, I was going to say, actually, that when, because you were doing your YouTube for years, and I used to watch it. You used to tell me about the law of attraction, but I did. I never used to really. Sometimes Elliot and I would, my husband, we'd be in the car, want a parking space, and he'd be like, well, let's do what Fran says. Come on, we believe there's a space. But we weren't really believing it, probably, and that's why we didn't find the space. But we, ne- I never took it, not too seriously, but I didn't know enough even, and maybe you didn't talk about it as much. I'm not sure. But since doing the podcast, I am number one fan. I've listened to some of them more than once. And there's a lot of takeaways. There's lots of things that I can go away and try and implement into my life. And I feel like you're on a different path now. And then since doing the book club with all this new knowledge, the things that you're coming out, like just doing this, we're looking out at the extension now. That was on your list. Yeah. And I do sometimes think like, do I bang on about my extension quite a lot? (laughs) The answer is probably yes. But then I also sit here and think, because I was making notes today about um, the podcast I'm going to do next week, like my episode next week. And it's all about if you find it really hard to envision your dream life because it's so far from what you're living now, then just take the next step, like just manifest the next thing and how all the little things I've manifested over the last 10, 15 years since I've sort of learned about the law of attraction have brought me to where I am now. And then sometimes I feel like, am I just a bit of a fraud? Because we all know I'm so not into cars and I, I'm still driving around in my same fucking car that is not suitable for three children. But it's just because I don't care enough to actually, I keep trying to look at cars just for, to like to buy and I'm like, oh God, I'll have to change my insurance. I have to change my tax. I just can't be bothered. But then I thought, do you know what? I remember buying, getting my mortgage for my flat when I was... 2008, how old would I have been? 20. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. Oh, if I'm 36 now... 
no okay we're never gonna work this out <laughs> so my fingers I was like, I was like 20 something okay 24 maybe um and I remember you know when that you like you go to get a mortgage and they take you through a budget and they're like right you're gonna have to cut out eating out cinema friends holidays family trips <laughs> Christmas every Wait, other birthday they said that I'm joking oh, Nushka, but pre- pretty much yeah for me to afford this mortgage I was gonna have to make some serious cutbacks and I just thought I'm now sitting here 10 years later, now I've had that flat 12 years, 12 years later, not only do I pay that mortgage without even really thinking about it, I've got a second property. I'm a single parent to three children, two of which are at home constantly. So basically that's my full-time job. I just work during their nap times, doing something I absolutely love. I've not even worked in my own salon for over a year. That's the lie, a couple of months. And like, not only that, I've renovated both properties. The flat has been completely renovated in like last year, wasn't it? That was like. Also, why shouldn't you shout about things? I think. No, I think I, think I should. We, you, I am. Should That's my shout list. Shout it out. But that, no, but I feel like we were talking about this with some friends at the weekend that someone said, I like your dress straight away. Oh, it's only Primark. It was only about £16. Oh, I like that. We can't just be like, thank you. And like with you doing your. You're ex- you can't say, yeah, I work in my balls off. I didn't have any maternity leave. Yeah. Wait, mater- yeah, maternity leave. You just, you're just working. I don't know how you're doing it. Why shouldn't you be proud of that? Yeah, That's I am the- proud of it. But what I'm saying is, is that when I say about the law of attraction, I think sometimes because I don't have a yacht or I'm not living in my dream house yet that people might be like, oh, well, does it work then? But I'm like, you've got to understand, I literally... I feel like I don't even work because I don't even consider this a job. Yes, it's hard work, but I fucking love it. And I'm just free. I wake up every morning and I'm pretty much free to do what I want. And I think that is because we've come from living in Essex when we Mm. both worked in London. We were rat race. And I remember you, I used to think, so I get up, I leave the house at like, what, quarter past seven to get Get on that godforsaken fucking bus off an island that only has two roads off of it. train walk then you're in and then if you like just after nine I go afternoon oh fuck off so yeah then work your lunch to be able to leave at half five and not six o'clock to get home again at like gone seven o'clock in summer all right you could do stuff in the evening in the winter it's just dark you leave it's dark you come back it's dark and I remember saying to mum why would I get my act because I was still at home but I was only 25 actually looking back but I felt like I should have had my own place why would I be paying a mortgage I would never be in the house and it just seems like how many people live that life where you're just, you don't get to enjoy your home because you're always out at work. And I know we do need some people to do those jobs where they're out. The but also living on Canvey Island was just a fucking ball lake because I feel like not many people have to do that commute. But that commute to and from London, it was going against everything in my soul. And I remember my first day at Paddy Power, my first proper job in London. And it was harrowing. Like I'd been up since six o'clock that morning. I'd been on the train. I'd been over London Bridge. I'd walked a mile. I'd done a whole fucking day I'd, I'd, in a job I hated. Then I came home and I remember just getting in the car and being like, I am fucked. And my mum was like, only another 60 years to go. <laughs> <laughs> and that is their mentality. Yeah. And I remember when I said to my nan, I was going to quit my job my job I hated and that paid me shit and that I had no responsibility no ambition she went oh Fran why do you want to quit that job like that's just their mentality is fear lack and stick with what you know so although what we're saying may not seem that aspirational for me someone who 
didn't go to university and, and didn't ever see a way out of that rat race life. I mean, a lot of my friends have been to university and they say to me, do you know what? If ever I write a book, it's going to be called I'm Not Lucky because they always say to me, oh, but you're so lucky you can do this. Oh, but you're lucky you can do it. No, it's not fucking luck. It's manifestation, bitch. I've and manifested this life. it's hard work as well. It's like, hard work. Elon Musk, can't remember quotes ever, but it was something like he says, I work, you know, whatever, seven days a week. I work 24 hours a day. We can't do that. But like he, the amount of time he works and he has always worked so hard and people say, oh, isn't he lucky? And he's like, what, what part of that's luck? No. It's just not luck. No. But also people just, it frustrates me when they don't take control over their own lives. And I think that, I also talk about this quite a lot. I'm just, sorry if I'm like repeating myself, but I think because I'm in this phase of life, I've got quite a lot of friends that have been, had babies the same time as me and then been like, oh, I really don't want to go back to work. I'm going to be forced to go back to like basically a full-time job in London and I basically won't see my child. Like their child goes to nursery for breakfast, lunch and dinner and they only see them really on weekends. And it's like, you do have a choice though. Like everyone has a choice and it's just deciding to be the architect of your own life, deciding that I'm in control, that everything that I've created up until now was actually because of me, whether you knew it or not, and that you can change it at any point. And what I love about my little downfall last year and by my downfall, I mean where I fell into a pit of self-despair because I found out I was pregnant with twins, which was horrifying. Um, and then on top of that, I owed my sister a huge <laughs> amount of money. I just bought a new house that I now couldn't afford to live in. Um, I lost all my income. My salon was forced to close. Boris Johnson didn't give me any fucking um, bailout for three or four <laughs> months. And I shit myself on a daily basis. And I just remember being so low. And But now the comeback queen is strong because now but I can say thing. you have to go low a lot of times you've got to go low to go you've high go low and then you can reassess and yeah then you can only build yourself up if you're already kind of halfway up where you got to go that's true because you're comfortable but also Paul Brunson said I have a growth open mindset that's what he said about me Paul Brunson 2021 because you believe you can grow is that what it means so one of the books that we did recently was rich as fuck I feel like this is the one I'm talking about they're all kind of merging into one and they said that quite often you will see people that will say like someone has a really successful business and they become a millionaire and then they might lose everything it actually won't take very long for that person to regain everything they once had so I've always been very very self-sufficient I've always lived on my own, paid my own bills, bought my own shit, stayed out the forest. But when I lost everything last year and I was pregnant with twins, I think you would agree, Nushka, you and most of my family thought, fuck. Well, I just want to know what forest you stayed out of. What the fuck? Oh. Is that a saying? It's my favourite murder. Buy your own shit oh. and stay out the forest. Oh, what the fuck is she talking about? Um, um, crossing podcast. Yeah, you were, yeah, you were like down. I'm sure you all thought yeah, well, we're you... lumbered now with this fucking well, single mum with no job and well, three children. Well, remember I thought you were moving in. And I just <laughs> thought I was going to have to live in her house because I was going to have to rent my house because I couldn't afford to live here. I was all right with that. It would have been totally fun. Yeah, it would have been a laugh, but... Yeah, we th- yeah, it was. There were moments we thought, fucking hell, what is she going to do? Like, it got bad. And I remember feeling really guilty because I was pregnant. And I remember saying, guess what? I'm having a baby. And Anushka being, and, and my whole family basically being like, but you owe Anushka 20 grand? Like, and I just remember feeling like I couldn't even yeah, but enjoy it. I, I did say you didn't, ha- it wasn't, there was no, no, I know, but there I, was no pressure to like. Yeah, but I felt it because it's like, you know what it's like when you're pregnant, you don't want to feel like, 
you're a burden on people and you don't want to feel and I've never been that way but anyway my point being that less than a year later not only have I bounced back but I've actually bounced higher and I'm now (laughs) I'm bouncing bitch I'm now earning more than I used to I'm probably earning about the same as what I used to but I don't have all of the overheads I used to have because I used to have to have staff, a salon while I still have that. But like, do you know what I mean? All of those outlays, whereas this business, there isn't really a massive outlay. It's just me with a fucking 10-year-old MacBook and a microphone from Amazon. Like that's literally how I'm living my life. And the point is, is that when people find these strategies and have this growth mindset, you can become a millionaire or you can have a great business. And even if you lose it all, you'll get it again within the year because that's just the way your mindset is and so when people come to me with these sub stories I'm like I don't got time because you can change it through the law of attraction you can change it 100% whatever your circumstance whatever your situation you can change it um and that's pretty much why I decided to do the podcast because it was in lockdown wasn't it and I was like do this little like well really shit like how to have a podcast but you were, because you were going to give up on the YouTube. Yes. So I hated YouTube, mostly because I'm progressively aging and I just <laughs> had to have better lighting, better cameras, better makeup. It was just a fucking ball ache. And also, I never really resonated with YouTube. I never really watched YouTube videos. I didn't really watch other people. So then it's like, it didn't really resonate with me. Whereas podcasts, I love them. I listen to so many. Um, and I did give up Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I even put a post on my face on my Instagram saying it's been great. Thanks for 10 years of lols, but I'm I'm done. Like I'm finishing Law of Attraction Changed My Life. And then what happened was my friend Emma said, would you like to be a guest on Callum Best's podcast? And this is when I literally just found out I was pregnant with the twins. So last February, not the February, just gone the February before. And I went into central London to Heart Studios, wherever it is, Heart Radio. And I did this podcast with Callum Best all about the law of attraction. And it never got aired because he never finished it. I don't know why. And I came out of there and I felt so high. I felt so happy. And I was just like, I would love to do that for the rest of my life. And not only that, I found it easy. I found it so easy. It came so easily to me. Um, and I just thought I'd love to do that. So the plant, the seed was planted. Then Anushka said, oh, there's this free webinar thing. And basically it was a pile of shit, but it, it started me on the path. So she she did this webinar of how to start a podcast, but she basically wouldn't tell you shit. You had to pay $400 if you wanted to actually find out anything. So she's like, if you join my course, I'll tell you which microphone to buy. Um, so you want to find a host. If you, if you, join my chorus you'll I'll tell you which fucking host so I just thought I'm just gonna google what is the best free podcast host now I've talked before about perfection being the enemy of progress I'm the type of person that's like but I want to find like the best one like what is the best one that I need to use well I just did a quick google I asked a few people that were kind of in the business and it came up with Buzzsprout which I am so so happy with them I sometimes put a link oh in fact I will put a link down below if you want to start a podcast I swear to god they basically do this series of videos that trains you on everything it tells you what microphone to buy it tells you what software to use it tells you how to upload it it tells you everything and they don't even charge you for the first I think it's three months or something ridiculous I couldn't be happier with Buzzsprout honestly um so there is an affiliate link down below if you want to use it if you sign up to them and create your own podcast I get something like 16 pounds which I'm very very thankful for um but yeah I'd highly recommend them and I did that 
and one thing snowballed into another and it just took off but i i i was nagging at you to do it because we love a podcast because you can do it i like to do it while i'm making candles doing housework driving it's just so easy to consume that content just while you're doing other things and i just thought i loved your videos but you were very polished it was hair makeup and it was i just feel like this is really real do you know what i mean you're just chatting and i think people it's easier for people to consume it themselves all the people like on walks and things like that they send you the videos yeah i much prefer and that's the thing as well is i'm very especially since having children i'm very aware of how much time people particularly parents spend looking at their phone and it's not really our fault it's like if you want to sign a doctor's letter you do it on your phone if you want to do something from your your lawyer is on your phone if you want to schedule an appointment it's all on your fucking phone and what i didn't want to do was encourage people to sit and stare at their phones for any longer what i want to do is have something that people could consume like you say whilst they're cleaning whilst they're swimming whilst they're well maybe not swimming but whilst they're working out whatever there was a man at Shoreditch house that used to have underwater headphones and he used to swim every morning underwater and he'd have underwater headphones in fact let's hope he was listening to my podcast we'll never know um but yeah so it's the medium that just spoke to me and I fucking and I, Love I just it. think it makes you more relatable as well. I've said that before, especially when you like do the lives and things like that. I think people, I, I get put off. I've said this to you before. When you see someone looking mega polished, I feel like they're just too far away from me. Not that I'm saying you're not mega polished. How you get me? rude. You know what I'm saying though? Like I do just feel like you are, I feel like everyone probably feels like they've been on the journey with you because when you started, I mean, back in those days when you first started, you just found out you're having the twins. You were like literally video calling me in lockdown, doing your ugly cry phase, crying, crying. I cried was... every day. I had no money. I had nothing. And all I had to do was sit here and podcast because I had nothing to do. I had nothing to do. And my ex-husband kept saying every time I went for a hospital appointment, he made my daughter stay with him for 10 whole days, which she's never been away from me for 10 days in her life. He was putting because... the COVID willies up us, yeah. let's just say that. we were. It was a dark time, but I think people will feel Yeah, let me like... just stress that's because I was going into hospital and there was COVID there and that's what he was worried about. So that's why he made her be a part. But, um, but yeah, but it was I just, just a really, I feel like you were down and you were the phoenix rising from the ashes but people have been on this journey with you and I think a lot of them are quite invested and they do feel like they've been there when you were at your lowest when it was yeah. all because you were low man I think you but may also, have forgotten but no 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 you just I've, have to come round and have a day a week in your little respite care okay my house yeah I know I've not forgotten how low that was but also I feel like that's why I hope that people can see this podcast and see it does work I wish people would stop saying oh that's just luck or that's just whatever like no 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 I lost everything the odds were stacked against me I mean we were talking about you were going to live in that caravan in my god yeah we talked (laughs) it was a conversation we had a conversation about me my dad had like this big traveler's caravan in Anushka's garden and we genuinely talked about me potentially living in there so that I could rent my house out and get some money to live on and now here I am, a year later, back to my best bitch self. And it doesn't surprise me. And I don't think that's down to me. I think it's down to the law of attraction. And that's the thing is I just want as many people as possible to realize that you can change your circumstances. You can change it. And especially, I keep like watching documentaries about... Has anyone seen One of Us? It's about women in the Hasidic Jewish community trying to leave. And I'm just, I seem to be watching a lot of things about 
husbands trying to kill their wives and women like trying to escape and going to refuges and stuff. And I just think if you are a woman or a man and you're in a situation at the moment where you're living at home with someone you hate potentially, take control of your life. Like you can do it. This is free. This is free to apply. You can listen to this podcast. There's information online. There's books you can read. You can apply this in your life and you can change your circumstances. And I think that's what I've always said is I'm not about people trying to manifest yachts and fucking multi-million also, dollar pounds. that's important for everyone, is it? I feel like... If you want to manifest me, it, that's cool. But I don't want a yacht. I get really seasick. Oh, like I that would be hot. Well, you get the yacht. But I don't want one. I just want to we'll just go have on it one. in like the marina, maybe, and just sit on the back of it. But like, I, I don't want that. But and do you know what? One of the biggest things that I wanted was my two eldest boys to get along. So they went through a stage of, and that might seem so silly, but but it, it has a massive effect oh, on it was your life all day, every day, especially in lockdown. You, you're all together in one house together. They were always fighting. So I put my screensaver as a picture of them with their arms around each other. I mean, they were like cat and dog. That was a big thing for me. I would have given a yacht away just to have had yeah. my children be friends. And you know what? They are. Well, they found Minecraft and they've really bonded over that. I mean, whatever it takes. But they're like best mates now. They miss each other. I mean, I can't believe it. That is worth more than a yacht. I don't care for a yacht. No. I, I, do you know what I mean? I think everyone has their different different things that they want. Yeah, it's what will make the biggest impact on your life. And what I find quite interesting is, like you say, when you had that as a screensaver on your phone, something I find with a lot of my manifestations is... I will put something on my vision board and my vision board these days for many years has not been a physical vision board. It's just been on my phone. And at the time, it seems like such an aspirational thing. It seems like something that's out of my grasp just and something that if it came true I would be so happy so like I remember when I had my little pictures of like little matching identical twin girls when I was just like please god both be girls please and other things when I wanted to buy this house as a single parent suddenly like only working two days a week buying a second home seemed impossible to me impossible it seemed like a pipe dream but it's weird that as soon as you achieve those things you look back on those vision boards and you think can't believe I even put that on my vision board. Was it even a thing? It's like it just suddenly you've you're into the mindset. You've elevated yourself to the point of having it, which obviously you have because you've achieved it. And it no longer seems aspirational. It doesn't seem crazy. You're just like, well, of course I have it. Of course it's mine. So that's really how you embody the feeling of having it already. It's like because you will know when you look back on your vision board and you're like, I wanted this. This seemed obvious. This was mine. Yeah, I, I mean, I've still got that screensaver on my phone and I feel bad because I have three children and the youngest isn't on there, but I figure he doesn't really know that. But I look back and I think, oh, I should, well, oh God, yeah. And I, I, I almost can't remember how upsetting that point was because we're over it because we've got there. Yeah. That, that was so important to me that it was my screensaver. It was like, that is my number one when I started doing the magic. I just want them to be friends. I want them to love each other. And bang, we're there. That's my yacht. Well, I remember, yes, that is my yacht. Well, my yacht is, I remember (laughs) when I got divorced, I had no choice really but to move back to London. And I moved back there with a two-year-old toddler in a little flat above a pub. I mean, it's lovely. We had a lovely time. But I had no family around me. I had no support. If we wanted to see anyone, it was a three and a half hour drive to come up. It It was tough. Like, it was tough. I was working literally like 16 hour days to be able to buy this house. And sometimes I even slept in the salon overnight once or twice because I was like, there's no point me fucking... When, like- I, when I tell people that you did that, that you would literally drop bow off, race to the station, go down, work, and then sometimes sleep there so that you could Airbnb, 
People are just like, what? and that is what I think people don't realise when they're like, yeah. oh, you're so lucky. Oh, are you lucky? Yeah. No. You have no. to be willing to do things that other people won't do to get things that other people don't have. But then don't you feel like you appreciate it more? Oh, 100%. You know? Like, my nan bought me my car, bless her. Thank you, nan. Um, and I don't really appreciate it. It's the only car that I've had that I don't really love. I definitely value something so much more when I've bought it myself. I know I've worked hard for it. And I know, like it's mine and it's come from like it's come from the struggle I think I'm a little bit addicted to the struggle which I am working on but no my yacht is that I remember being in that flat miles and miles hundreds of miles away from any of my family with this little baby in the next room thinking she's an only child she's gonna grow up to be a spoilt bitch I need to have another child but we're in a one-bedroom flat and the thought of buying a second home in the countryside near my family and the reason I say second home is because I ain't never selling my flat it is my one true love I potentially love it more than my children only joking I don't but <laughs> I, I want to be carried out of that flat in a box I love it I'm never selling it so well, for me there's a steep though not in a box well i won't be carrying it i'll be dead it'll be the undertakers but i loved it and and the thought of doing that seems so out of reach and i was saying this to someone the other day i think i was talking to the nanny um i don't remember but i was saying like i assume people think that i'm just on benefits like you know like my neighbors and stuff because i don't go to work i'm just at home by myself with three children and i'm just like just going out all day like they must just think, what does she do? Like, I could do, do something. Do you care? I think a lot of us spend a lot of time caring, you know, and staying in relationships. When you said before, like you get, well, what is the saying? You don't, you don't, not you only live once, but you only die once. You live every single day, Ooh, and yeah. you should totally make it count. And being with someone that doesn't, you know, there's there's always another option for most people. There's always another option. I can't remember where I was going with that now. Oh, yeah, pe- about people caring, like staying in, oh, I was in my marriage for 30, 40. Well, well done. Were you happy? No. All oh, right. So what was it exactly? You know, and you worrying about like, or thinking, what do your neighbours think? I don't do worry we- about it because I think I should almost care a little bit more what people think. But no, I just I, think... I need to care more what people I just think, think, isn't it funny? Like, <laughs> I just... I just wonder sometimes. Like, I just think... I think when you look at me, I probably look like an absolute chav i think but then i'm like bitch i have my own business and i have two properties and a salon and i'm bossing it raising three children by my goddamn self and um yeah i think that's a success that is a success so you need to toot your own horn toot your own horn (laughs) speak about your successes speak about what's going right for you in your life and more of that will attract to you um, and, and help other, like you said, well, we did that little live earlier, didn't we, about um, that you, you're doing the baby grows with the lady in the village, like actually just working with, like, helping someone else. Wait, what is it? Shining your light doesn't, dimming someone else doesn't make you shine brighter? I can never remember sayings, but like helping other people, letting that energy flow, that is a good thing as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, what were we saying earlier about that? God, yeah, that you're, of thought. your success can be other people's successes as well yes, so that through this podcast i've tried to work with as many i tried to make it like independent women-owned businesses that 
can thrive through this podcast if they have a product that I think would be amazing in the shop. So for example, Anushka's Candles, um, Emily's Baby Grows, and now we're about to do um, one of my book club bitches is a painter and she does these amazing painted affirmations. So we're going to start doing those in the shop. If I can help those businesses grow and not in like a charitable way, but a real business way of being like, this is good for you, it's good for me, then it's great. And that's what I'm here for. Anyway, is there anything else you want to add, Nushka? Because you, you have been here. I've been here hours. You've been here been hours. hours. But it's lovely, but I've been here hours. We've been on this podcast, though, for 39, 39 minutes. Could you not see that? You are blind. Do you know what? Since I've given birth to the twins, and especially when I was pregnant, I literally, when I was pregnant, I felt like I went deaf and blind. I was like Helen Keller. <laughs> Honestly, and it's gotten worse since... <laughs> It's something hormonal. I swear to God, like I genuinely think there's something wrong with my left eye. Like my vision feels very uncomfortable. You could have walked the other day. Do you remember when you were dragging your foot around the kitchen? Yes, I do remember. You're like a broken person. I am like a broken person. Having these twins has not mentally broken me, which I thought it would. It hasn't actually. I'm mentally stronger, but physically I'm fucked. Like you need. I need a t-shirt saying "physically fucked." Oh no! Actually, that back, sounds mentally okay. No, <laughs> mentally sound, physically fucked. <laughs> I honestly like my vision has really to the point where I think I'm gonna have to go to the doctors and because I've had a vision test, like I've had I had an opticians thing and they didn't say there's anything wrong, but I feel like my vision feels uncomfortable. I feel like there's something wrong with me, like I can't fucking see. Um, you don't do you you work though. You maybe need to do a bit of self care. I ain't got time well, for self care. Well, you have to. Yeah, that's true. Health without health. And that's what we said about what is your yacht. Actually, your health. If you haven't got your health, you haven't got anything. I I did an entire YouTube video about that once called um, What's the Point of Going to a Drake Concert if you're going to shit yourself? (laughs) Or something like that. did you do that? No, no, I didn't do it. But it was about saying... Well, that's a bit like when I took you to the bloody... What did I take you to? The BAFTAs, British Television Awards. Oh, what was it? I had a migraine. Allergic to alcohol. You were I, like the exorcist, I head used, spinning around, oh. vomit splashing everywhere. I say oh. I used to. I oh, still get horrendous, horrendous migraines that are either caused by stress or light. And we went to the BAFTAs, which was quite a stressful situation. Not, not stressful, but it's just something different. And I got the worst migraine. And this was before they were diagnosed. So I had no medication for it. I was vomiting everywhere. Yeah, without your health, you can't enjoy anything. I wish I'd just left you in the toilets because I couldn't do much for you. You should have done that. should have just lived my best life. You should have done. David Walliams was eyeing you up, I remember. What? I'm sure he was. No. Well, my head was spinning, so I don't know if that was right. (laughs) But he was definitely there. I don't know. But yeah, you Making know, that up. health is wealth, guys. Health is oh, wealth. We'll have to talk about that a little bit further when we get off here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember. But um, also, we do have a new range of candles out. If you haven't seen them already, they are manifesting a dick appointment because your girl's going to be dating soon. Not yet, because my twins are still very reliant on my tits. But I reckon December time, I feel I feel a Christmas boyfriend coming in for me. That's what I feel like is in my future. Also, my psychic who gets everything right said that I'm going to have a fourth baby girl next September. So I could meet someone in December, have sex on the first date, and just get pregnant. I mean, who knows? I, at this point, I don't doubt anything. Don't, don't make me do that, though. I don't want to do, do that. that. I no, don't want to do it. I'll die. I'll go completely blind. <laughs> you can't see. You can't hear. You're dragging your leg around. <laughs> like, what? 
guys. Take a year I'm, off. I'm not actually dragging my. Well, I you am. You were, Fran. I've I wish got, I'd videoed that. I've got pelvic girdle dysplasia or whatever it's called. That's not what it's You've called. You've had to buy those sensible shoes. I've had to buy a pair of Birkenstocks. I'm having to pay a woman to come to my house once a month and do my back because where they were so big, they were big for twins. Like, my hips and my my pelvis basically hasn't gone back and I'm just fucked like I've got this sciatica down the back of my legs I've got um what's the other thing called pelvic girdle pain it's like the pains you have when you're pregnant I I have now hug your hips together didn't I just to give you a little bit of relief it's the most intimacy I've had in a year and a half um but yeah it's the twins have physically drained me I do look very haggard I do look very I look tired people keep saying are you all right or they'll say because you're so skinny and I'm like yeah I know but like not in a good way I just feel really like drained you look like yeah you've contracted something oh yeah which I definitely <laughs> haven't because I haven't been anywhere um but I am looking forward to once they're not breastfeeding oh that's we gonna be have a put a little different... condom stuck to the bottom of a, every dick appointment candle there you go oh that would have been a, quite a good idea, wouldn't it? But I, I haven't got, I can't figure that out right now. Yeah, no, let's not do that. No, I won't, but get <laughs> your own. Let's not do that. But um, yeah, I am looking forward to the next stage of my life when the girls start weaning, when they start not being so reliant on milk and when they start to see their dad and they start to go to nursery, not yet, but like in the future. And then I start to actually get a life back because... I can't remember what it's like. And I mean, I'm going back into that life blind and with a dodgy hip. But, <laughs> but Dragging I'm, the leg behind her. <laughs> yeah, but I'm still going into it, man. Like, I'm just, my friend Polly keeps saying, she's just moved to Soho and she keeps saying, when are you going to come down to London? You can come and stay at the flat. And I'm like, I can't even imagine getting on a plane by myself. The things I used to do and not even question like getting on a train by myself and going and staying in Soho and going out for the night or getting on a plane and going and seeing John in America like I can't imagine having life back again and I'm looking forward to it I think it's because you've always got one baby strapped to your front and Ugh. one to your back and, and then sometimes <laughs> That's what it is. you're trying to carry Bo as well or you have them both in the pram and you're giving her a piggyback and we just all sit and look and go what the fuck i took like all a donkey th- in some yeah. like in morocco or something. i don't know black holes. i took all three girls swimming last night in nottingham and then my ex-husband came and met me because you're technically supposed to have two of you there for three children but anyway he didn't get there for the first half an hour and this man around the pool slow clapped me as i walked past <laughs> but not in a sarcastic way like in a he was like I've what? never, and people say it to me on a regular basis. They say, I've never seen anything <laughs> like what you're doing because it's the. What did you do when he slow capped you? I said, I know. Oh. I know. I know. And then these two women said, oh, oh, God, that looks hard. And I said, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's really hard. And people think when they were younger, I used to get really not offended by it. But like I used to dread going to the supermarket because people would be like, cool, you're brave coming out with all them on your own. And I didn't have the heart to say like, well, I'm on my own. Like I'll go home and I'll still be on my own with all three of them. And you do see these people that are like, oh, I've never taken my baby to the supermarket. It's just a bit stressful. And it's like, yeah, I'm taking two newborns. One, like Anushka said, either one in the trolley and one strapped to the front or one strapped to the front, one strapped to the back, one strapped to the front, one strapped to the leg. <laughs> Like, it's just a fucking, it's physically so demanding on your body. Like, I've got muscles I 
just honestly just don't have twins oh so many of you say to me i want to manifest twins don't do it to yourselves guys this morning i had my bed dismantled because i've resigned myself to sleeping on a mattress on the floor for the next two years because i'm co-sleeping and there's three of us in that bed and now my floor my, my bedroom is basically a padded cell that's what i've created for myself and i'm happy with it but um yeah so if you're sitting here thinking i don't have time to do all this stuff for the law of attraction i don't have time to count my blessings in the morning i don't have time to read this book yes you fucking do because i'm doing it with two babies strapped to me half blind a (laughs) four-year-old a fucking renovation project going on and a 10-year-old macbook that might die any day soon so that's what i think you should take away from this episode Anyway, fucking hell no, it's been 47 minutes. She's got to go I've got home. to pack candles up. Yeah. That's so if it. you want a candle, I'll leave a link uh, down below. You can get any of our manifestation scents. I think we've got nine now. A collection of nine. Uh, no, it's ten. No, ten. Ten, Because we ten. didn't launch. We've got abundance. Yeah, abundance on its own. But we've got the other two to go with it. We haven't launched yet. Yeah. they're ready to go. So whenever... Um, if you want to join the book club I'll leave the link down below as well we've just done an Instagram live over on my Instagram at law of attraction changed my life or you can follow me at Francesca Amber or you can follow Anushka at oh we can never remember what her fucking handle is clean candle company isn't it oh fuck yeah, I think it is. Yeah, God, you'll find it. Like, yeah, just you, like, right. a little route about. You see, there it is. It's Clean Candle Company. Business 101. Find out what your handle is. Yeah, I did know it, but you totally, whenever you put me on the spot, if you'd said you were going to ask that. Yeah, Clean Candle Company. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Please subscribe rate and review that is the best thing you can do for a podcast if you enjoy these podcasts if you get anything from the episodes please do rate and review because it makes such a difference it means that i show up in more places um and i will see you next week the law of attraction has changed my life it's going to change yours too bye bye what up bitches it's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life i think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work their teachings into a book that often costs less than 10 pounds it's incredible to me and i am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey and you know i have the uk's biggest self-development book club there's over three thousand of us reading along each month but maybe you're thinking fran i ain't got time to read who do you think i am barbara cartland no you are busy you are girl bossing it you are living your goddamn life and i get that I see that, I hear it, and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter, and you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go, or maybe you're driving a lot, and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.